Aware Now, the official podcast for causes. Presented by Awareness Ties, Aware Now is rated O for original and organic content to raise awareness for the causes we're all tied to through personal stories and exclusive interviews. Tune in as we raise awareness a story at a time about topics that aren't always easy to talk about through conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Together, we are aware now. This is Childhood Fractured, an exclusive interview with Alan Vendever, co-founder of Childhood Fractured. This is found in the World Edition of Aware Now. As a survivor of child sex abuse, Alan Vendever uses paintings to help protect others. To empower those who feel powerless, he shares his paintings and personal narrative to ignite needed conversation and awareness on a topic that's hard to talk about. Alan, thank you so much for joining me today to have a needed conversation. Uh, yes, it's an honor to be here. Um, I take every opportunity to talk about this as I can. So Wonderful. So, thanks for having me. For sure. Let's get right into it by starting with this. You created a series of paintings reflecting the aspects of sexual abuse that you experienced as a child. Did art provide you with a sense of safety that you needed in order to share? Yeah, so I'm an artist. Um, so visual communication through art is my my forte. <laughs> um, that's what I'm best at. Uh, so yeah, so um, art, I mean, art has always been kind of my escape. Um, even, you know, after the abuse throughout my entire life, it's been my my meditation, my, um, when I was in college, um, going through therapy, um, I did a, a series, I actually started the project then, doing a series of paintings about the abuse I went through as part of my therapy, but also as part of one of my, um, my senior thesis class. So it's, it's been, you know, it's been such a, a great tool to express and then to remember and to put things together. I think the best thing about the painting about the abuse for me was to it really created a timeline because I had all these fragments of memories and it really helped me put everything together um, so yes so creating paintings about the abuse have been uh, more than therapeutic <laughs> wow yeah um, you know your paintings are designed to create public dialogue about child sex abuse personally did you find the act of painting helped you heal as a survivor like that was that part of your healing process and if so do you continue to heal and grow stronger every time you look at them like still to this day do they help you work through all of these things uh yes um they there are the, the the main thing besides counseling um that have helped me work through my my trauma um and every time I do a new painting about it, it empowers me and it it um, breaks that silence. And it um, a big part of the abuse that I had um, that happened to me was about keeping quiet. Um, and so being able to speak out loud and proud about what happened to me um, just empowers me and makes me feel like a better person. So. Oh, that's 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 incredible. Um, you know, to, to speak to Childhood Fractured, this incredible organization that you founded with Derek Hopkins, yep. who is also a male survivor of child sex abuse, 
Please share the story of how Childhood Fractured began and the plans that you and Derek have now and moving forward. For sure. Well, um, it's, it's a very um, important day today, actually, in our, our um, development as Childhood Fractured. Um, so four years ago, Derek and I sat down and I told him about this project that I had been working on and planning and that I, before I really wanted to take it to the next level, I needed to find a writer. And I um, had read um, some of Derek's poetry and, and, and I was like, the way that flowed and it pulled you through, I, I just, it was like, okay, you're the person. Um, and when I told him the story about what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it, um, he had, um, told me about the abuse that he went through and being the first time that he had really talked about it. So it was a very powerful moment. Wow. Um, and so we spent the last four years working on these paintings and uh, a very important book um, that we just finished. And we literally, um, I've spent all day launching Kickstarter invites because we are um, um, getting ready to publish. Um, and so we were, we're right at the, the, how we started is now coming, I mean, not, not that we're going to end, but we're finishing the very first project that we started. We've done a lot of projects in between, but it's been, um, you know, we've done, we've did nine rewrites. Um, uh, last year during the pandemic, um, our, we have a free coffee shop that we give away free coffee in exchange for conversation and educational information about child sexual abuse. Um, and so last year we were closed because of the pandemic. So we spent the whole year rewriting one last time the book. And uh, Derek did an amazing job at that. Um, and it's we were going to go with a publishing company, but they wanted to change the book so much. Mm. Um, and we've done a lot of research. We found out if we self-publish first and get the book out there, then we can, when we go to a publisher, they can't change it. Um, so, or they can't change the story, at least. They can make small changes. Right. Uh, so we're, we're putting together the first publication right now. Uh, it's, uh, it's super exciting. Um, <laughs> every time I think about it, I feel like my... my pulse just went up so, uh, you know it's, uh, <laughs> it's stressful and exciting and wonderful and then tomorrow's my birthday so we're making the big big push tomorrow um so it's uh yeah it's very exciting times right now and then also being child abuse awareness month um, as we kind of planned launching it then um because this book is the as being a male survivor there's so few books out there about um being a male survivor of child abuse I, i've read everything that i could find especially back in the late 90s when i was going through therapy then there was hardly anything there's a few more now um, but this book is so important because it, it, it talks about not just us the experience we went through but us as survivors um it kind of talks about the modern man a lot it's 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 yeah I, I i am so hopeful for this book to be an important tool for um, the community and beyond mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well it sounds incredible let me be the first to say happy birthday to you Alan. Hey, <laughs> <Dave> <laughs> uh, I, I imagine yes this is an incredible birthday gift to be able to say hey you know we've We've, we've met this goal and we, we're, we're here and we're ready to, to share this, um, this work. Um, you know, I, I imagine that anyone who experiences sexual abuse as a child or as an adult um, has a very difficult time talking about it. But as you just mentioned, as 
a man. I can only imagine it is even harder given our society's constructs. So, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, I mean, to boys and men who have endured sexual abuse, what words of encouragement could you share with them? I would say that the, the most important thing is that because you were raped, because you were sexually abused, it doesn't demasculate you. You're still a man you, that, you know, you, you, it's not your fault, <laughs> you know, and then you don't need to feel like your manhood was taken away from you. Um, you need to own yourself and separate the abuse that didn't, you didn't do anything to um, deserve or encourage, you know, an adult or another, someone, you know, did to you. Um, you are not your abuse. You are you. And you can define yourself as who you want to be and and not let the abuse. And I think that also with, with men, um, I think, it, well, I think with it, this is a, a very important thing, I guess, for me, for everyone, is that, you know, after you go through the therapy, um, doing things to bring awareness to it, doing things to help prevent other children to have have this happen to you being a doer being a um getting out there and trying to work towards ending childhood sexual abuse um you know it's it's a i feel that's what needs to happen that all all of us that have had this happen to us we all need to stand up and we all need to create a grassroots movement um for children's rights just like the civil rights movement the women's movement every you know children were the they didn't have legal rights until 1945 they were property um we there's a, such a long way to go with that i'm gonna get a little sidetracked there sorry i'll come back to men no worries <laughs> but yeah yeah so yeah uh, just you know being a man and being able to say you know i was sexually abused as a child i was raped and and not making it feel like a dark cloud has come over the room and not make it feel like um i'm not a full man or full human being because of that um you know is so empowering so I, yeah it, don't let the abuse define you as who you are oh, i love that and it sounds like like such a simple statement you know um uh, that i imagine it, it, i mean it, it's difficult but like it's it's easy to oh. understand but to actually accept it for yourself yeah um, yeah. yeah it's uh you know it, it years of work and it's always work that's one thing that you know once you've gone from being a victim and got therapy and help and become a survivor there's still so much more work to do <laughs> you know it's, it's, it, the work is never never over um the the flashbacks the um you know we just learn how to process the trauma quicker so that we don't have it affect us for a week or a month even Mm -hmm. so, can. Um, so it's it's an ongoing work for me and that's I think that's a big part of what I realized through um, becoming an activist for this is that the work will never end and I've set a goal in my life to work towards ending childhood sexual abuse I know I won't be able to end it in my lifetime but I feel like that needs to be the goal you know we need to work towards ending it um, and I think we can. Um, the more you research, there's, there's, you know, it's people that have been broken from being abused as children um, that don't get help um, become, no, not all of them, but, you know, a majority of, well, 
well, all of the abusers are from that pool of people. And so we mm. need to get everyone help. If we can get everyone help, we can end child sexual abuse. Right. If we can get children that are abused, because it is going to happen, if we can get them help right away, if we can create a communication so that the parents can talk about it, the teachers can talk about it, we can all talk about it, so then the child can talk to us about it, because if we can't talk about it, a child can't talk to us about it. So once we can talk about it, and that child can get help right away, they will be okay. It's when, it's like having a compound fracture in your arm and never going to the doctor for it. You're going to be crippled for the rest of your life. The sooner you get to a doctor, the sooner... The, the less amount of time that's going to affect you in a, in a you know a severe way mm-hmm. and yeah so it's there's yeah Wow. So that's just an incredible statement that you made right there in terms of like, how do we end it? And the fact that it's like getting people who are victims, helping them to become survivors um, and changing that mindset so that that so it's not a pattern. So it's not a cycle. So that same behavior. Yep, wow. No, that's really because, I, yeah, I think there's so many of us who say, well, what can we do? How can you stop this kind of a thing? Like we can't be, you know, all these places all the time. But if we just stop it at the source in the source. Yep. being someone who's gone through it um yes. wow yep. mind yep. blown right now just <laughs> listening to that so i kind of have a, a four-point um strategy that i've created for myself um in our organization uh so first is talking about it mm-hmm. so once we can all talk about it then when a child has it happen to them they can talk about it and they can get help mm-hmm. and then they that will end the cycle um and then also, then the next part is everyone that has had this happen to getting help. Um, so everyone that has been abused to get some therapy, to read some books, to to help become a survivor. And then after those people have become survivors, the next part is the most important part: becoming activists. Mm-hmm. Um, even if, if if you can't do it, help other people do it. You know, we we need to stand up for children's rights and so that's the third part and then the fourth part which is the hardest part to talk about and there's so much anger and resentment towards these people we need to help the abusers Mm -hmm. because the abusers are broken they are they have went through what we have but never got help or they maybe even went through worse than we have um and they're just continuing a pattern if we can get them to stop the pattern it stops if we can get them help, it stops. Um, so I think those four elements right there yeah. is all we need to do. <laughs> wow. Not, not that they're easy, but they, you know, those are what we need to do. Uh, no, but it makes so much sense. And yeah, just such clarity about like, here is, here is a path. Um, you know, I think again, so often when there's these big problems, people don't even know where to start walking. They know the direction they want to go, but no idea how to get there. These four steps seem like an incredible way to, for all of us to be on our way and to be part of a solution, um, simply by conversation and, um, starting, starting there. So yeah, exactly conversation like this that we're having this is so important wow yep. Alan. And to get this out to as many people so everyone that's listening to this needs to share it you know share it to all your friends and, yeah. and, uh, and the other other um podcasts you do and the other you know we need to ask everyone to just 
Well, and so in your book, these four steps and these four parts um, will be illustrated, will be listed, will be... Um... Um, so that's going to be the next book. Okay. Um, yeah, this this book is more a, a novel mm-hmm. Um So it's not about how to heal and what needs to be done. It's a, it's a story of Derek and I, um, myself, having gone through therapy and being mm-hmm. a survivor, and, and Derek having not gone through therapy and becoming a survivor. So it's a journey of two men in two different places um, with the, the abuse that they went through. Um, and I, I feel like that's, you know, the first book. <laughs> that's what, you know, especially for men, that's what they need to be able to read and say, hey, you know, these two guys, you know, and I'm, you know, I, I feel like Derek and I are really great for this as, as most people <laughs> um, because, um, you know, we're, we're proud men and we are, you know, we... I feel like we are the poster of what needs to happen for men. <laughs> right, sense. right, for sure. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, what an incredible story. What an incredible project you have here. Um, please do let us know when the book is available and where we can yep. get it and how we can share you can it. pre order it right now on Kickstarter. Well, fantastic. <laughs> you just get me that yeah. link and we'll share yeah. it around and we'll get awesome. this going. Thank you. So, awesome. Um, thank Great. you so much for your time today Alan your insights and sharing your experience and um, for helping all of us become a bit more aware now thank you yeah for sure for sure yeah but let's talk to you more sometime produced by awareness ties childhood fractured featured Alan Vendever interviewed by Allie McGuire podcast intro track by Thavius Beck episode soundtrack by Soul Rising thank you for listening to aware now To read our magazine, watch our broadcast, or join our community, be sure to visit our website, awarenessties.us.